It's time for AI News, brought to you by AI AW Podcast. We have this kind of middle break to just speak about some exciting news articles happening, and then we'll continue the discussion about uh, GPT Zwi. But before that, uh, each of one can pick some kind of top news story that we want to speak about. Anyone that wants to go first? No, I okay. went first last time, so I don't <laughs> okay. want to go first this time. All right, so then uh, because I then always have a couple of uh, those, so I will shoot them off. Then. Right, so I, I found three interesting actually articles. The first one is actually that Amazon is uh, launch uh, launched Q. Uh, I hope it doesn't have anything to do with the gossip about Q Star, but uh, launches Q, which is a business chatbot powered by generative artificial intelligence, which is basically helping the employees to streamline day-to-day communication and. Uh, Basically, we do different tasks like generating blog posts and etc. So obviously, they don't like to to use different type of um, or or others chat GPTs. Let's call Perhaps it's like a that. James Bond Q kind of thing. Yes, it might be. But in any case, they are going into the into the race, uh, and you can see that, that the giants are actually fighting for more of these chat box now coming in. Uh, the second thing, it was a very interesting because of my chemistry background is that Google DeepMind researchers have discovered discover 2.2 million new crystal structures. All right. It took us, uh, I don't know how many years to come to what we know today. And just basically by utilizing this uh, AI tool from Google DeepMind called GNOME, they have actually found 2.2 million crystals and three, uh, 3,381 of those crystals right now are going to be um, available for um, scientists so they can actually start uh, developing products and services on this. And this is actually, this is huge. Um, we are coming to a point where basically AI can help us actually create more sustainable and more perf- better performing actually materials. AI is empowering researchers, yes. even in chemistry. Yes, mm. imagine what Marie Curie yes. would uh, <laughs> do to have an AI tool like this and not die by uh, radiation poisoning. And the second thing, uh, the last one is actually a very interesting news, which is actually the state of European uh, tech report came out. This is basically a report that is looking at Europe, um, especially it's from Europe as well. right? Yes, because exactly. I think it's a bit biased. When I yeah, it is. It is a little <laughs> bit biased, but, um, uh, but basically it's a report that is uh, looking at uh, the European market, especially the startup, the tech uh, industry, and etc. And one part of that is very interesting, which is focusing on AI. And um, the interesting part is that right now Europe is actually outgrowing the number of perfect practitioners working with AI for a bit so it's increasing very um very much so right now the ratio is 108000 uh, um ai professionals working in europe in um comparison to 87000 from us if you read the is report it, is it relative to the number of people the population um, no it's actually how many people are working with that so it's not a ratio so in, in Europe, it's, it's like 350 million people or something. Oh, and yeah. in the US, it's, it's like 300. Pretty, yeah, pretty much. So it's not really a fair comparison then. No. Is it? Does it matter? It's a bigger market. Than no. But it, uh, what it's called, there is another part of this, which is super exciting as well, that the Europe is becoming a hotbed actually for uh, uh, AI startups and uh, research Um uh, projects and also if you go up you can see that more actually people are moving to europe than actually oh, AI research and th- oh. uh, going to uh united states so we have an inflow now of uh brain 
instead of uh, drain brain that we had before. Here That's it is. really positive. Yes. That's true. So global tech employee arrivals and uh, two in departure from Europe. So as you can see here, it's saying Europe is winning over international talent and people are moving from US to work in Europe tech um, more than European talent moving to. I wonder if they include US tech companies as European. Uh, as you said, this might be very biased, but yes. it doesn't matter. It's a super positive <laughs> news. Okay, so don't worry. About it. <laughs> Move on to this one. That was all for me. Yeah, awesome. Okay, should I go next? And and uh, perhaps it will be a bit boring topic because we started speaking about regulation a bit before, but I, I think we had an interesting development happening in Europe uh, when it comes to regulation of AI. And France, Germany and Italy actually joined forces now speaking about how to regulate foundational models. And if you look more into the AI Act and their latest kind of definition of <clears throat> what kind of regulation they should have, they have a specific regulation for foundational models per se, independent of what they're used for. So they're regulating the, the tech. And now this the reason that France, Germany and Italy went together may be a bit biased as well, because at least both France and Germany have their own large language models the Mistral from France and Aleph Alpha from Germany. And they realize, you know, if they are punishing these kind of super exciting new startups and initiatives in France and Germany, it will be problematic for them. But they said something that we have said, Henrik and me, time and time and time and time and time again. We've been on this for so long. <laughs> and that is, we need to, and this is quoting uh, the German uh, digital minister, we need to regulate the applications and not the technology. <laughs> I mean, it's so weird that you know we said this for so long. And finally, we have some people that and understand. Some people the, are saying it, and it comes out of many different reports, which, yeah. which is over and over saying the same thing. So, it, it and all the people we had here on the podcast saying also the same thing. Yeah. so so many times. But but still, in the AI Act from yeah. Nor that is the formal yeah. one, it doesn't say that way. Yes, unfortunately. But it's kind of obvious as well. I mean, if you think, if you want to have this kind of rules or regulation for foundational mm -hmm. models, not the application, you don't know what they are going to be used for. You just say, I'm going to train a new GPT-3 model. And now suddenly AI Sweden is going to have to regulate all these kind of things in advance before they know what it's actually going to be used for. How, how can they? I mm, mean, exactly. It, it's impossible. It's, I mean. It, it's so stupid because even in the GDPR laws today, if you have done any point working with data privacy officers, the first thing they want, I mean, like I've had this problem because oh, we need to, how can we make the, the platform GDPR compliant? And in reality, you can't because you need to have the use case. I need to, the, the only way where they can apply the law is what is the application of the yeah. GDPR data. How do you define high risk, so, high so, risk so without telling that? All like, the, what we have been taught in, in how we do data privacy and everything like this is that basically the law states very, very quickly, you need to do a LIA in relation to a specific use of that data. And here now, why are we departing from that? I don't get it. I really don't get it. So, because you can then learn from GDPR, you can learn well. Uh, you know what? You know we have been taught to work in a certain way, and now you're flipping the whole game <laughs> on this. It's a completely, you know, it's not making any sense. It was a different section of European Union, you know. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> departments do not uh, collaborate. Department A was working on that, and Department Y is working on this, yes. and they don't like each other. Exactly, that is <laughs> the, that is the thing. No, I'm really glad that people are, you know, moving in this direction. But it will be super interesting to see what happens to the AI Act now when the three 
or at least three of the top like superpowers in the EU are going against the EU Commission here, or the Parliament, I think this is driving this the most. How can they proceed when France, Germany and Italy are saying this is not something we support? How can they even continue? I, I wonder, you know, what will happen. Yeah, but I, 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 I found this news a couple of months ago, quite detailed understand views from a U.S. perspective, how they basically think uh, the... Wait, wait, this news was from this week. From yeah, this is from this week, but I'm just iterating yeah. that that uh, I, I actually did a very provocative uh, LinkedIn uh, statement in, in the lines of this, like, what, what will happen now when basically, you uh, you know... We get to a point where you can un- you can say that this is anti small business and stuff like that, mm. and you get to a point where where a country needs to basically say no, I I don't I, I simply don't agree mm. with these regulations. I, I don't agree with how that plays out. We get to a point where you know companies or organizations for different reasons, no, I, this is not feasible to be part of. So it's it's a it's a very high stakes game in the making, you know. When three countries now, yeah. if we are on a collision course or something that might be one of the most important resources in no, the world, and they should finish the AI Act this year, you know, before end of year. What do you think? Um, no, I, I mean I'm I'm completely with you. I, I I really think, but maybe it's a practitioner's view. As a practitioner, you're really like it's very evident what what should and what shouldn't be regulated, but. Uh, Maybe the EU uh, Commission and, or whoever isn't uh, they, they aren't. But there are so many right? good experts part of this game as well. So so I don't know. It's no, really no, but, tricky. But really I'm, tricky. I'm, I'm completely with you. But but, <laughs> but but I mean, like, so regulation for sure, right? Yeah, it's how we do it, and 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 not only the regulation itself, but the ecosystem around the regulation, so you get support and guidance and 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 lawmaking bodies to uphold. You know the regulation, so it's like it's like like the Biden, like the you know, it's not only about the regulation; it's the whole package. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But I, I, mean, I think we should standardize yeah. technology and regulate usage. Yeah, that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's leave yeah. it. Let's. Yeah. That's enough. Yeah. Uh, okay. Do you have a news? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. T- uh, so. Um, there has been two new Chinese open source models. So one is yes. called Quen, oh, uh, awesome. and one other is called DeepSeek. Uh, you can find them both on Hugging Face. And I think it's uh, oh, this in really interesting times when, when China is releasing like the best English open source models. Should we use them? I, I, I don't know. That's super interesting. And I, I don't know their stance on certain you know who, um, issues. Uh, is it from Alibaba, Tencent, Baidu I, or something? I, or? I, I don't know yet. Um, but it's from Chinese companies. Quen hmm. uh, uh, with a W, I think. Let me see. Uh, you can do... Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's, it's two completely different, so you should probably take one at a time. Uh, And it's uh, Q W E N. Two W, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, you can write hugging face or something af- afterwards. But yeah, so that's my my just an observation that China is really going uh, open source, strong. And uh, again, I I don't know what what do we know what these models contain? How yeah, were they done? It, it's coming from Alibaba, actually. Yeah, so it it's is. one of the yeah. three top ones yeah. for sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's nice they have an organizational card uh, 
interesting. And they, I mean, it's multimodal with audio and whatnot. But you know, they had a Chinese model called Wu Dao 2.0. I think it's yeah. like almost two years ago or something. It, it was like 10 times bigger than GPT-3. It was yeah. 1.7 trillion parameters in it. And and they have been doing this for quite some time, and right? Then the performance on what, you know, we don't know. And can you trust what they're saying? That, that's kind of hard, right? No, exactly. These models are top uh, of the benchmarks. And hopefully they didn't train on like the the benchmarks, right? Uh, but uh, on the other hand, if 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 this QSTARS news are out there and maybe maybe they know <laughs> <laughs> what that is as well. I, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Did they publish how the model looked like? Was it a DPT kind of style model? Yeah, yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's very open. They they just like have a really good data data set that they're training on, and 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 it was good for English as well, right? Yeah, it's uh, supposedly the DeepSeek is really good for English. It would be fun to hear what they think about the Himmelska Frieden story, kind of. Yeah, if you dare to ask it. Yeah. Uh, okay, we should go there. Uh, super interesting, and we can see that there are two main superpowers in the world doing this. Uh, yeah. It's the tech giants of the US and the tech giants of China. They are far ahead of everyone else. But we have at least Mistral and Alpha Alpha, and they're trying to. And we have the European Parliament as well. Don't don't forget about that one. It's a superpower. Regulation. Okay. All right. So. I made an effort to try to find uh, news outside the LLM world. Really? Yeah. So Tesla, they released, uh, they came up with release 12 of full sales driving. And they oh, released the version, 12. version 12, FSD version 12 came out to employees this week. So we're talking about update 2023-3810 for the nerdy ones. And this is a fairly big deal. Yes, very big. Because deal. this release is actually when you, you know, if you know the background, uh, how the self-driving uh, car in, in Tesla worked, they had a, a large portion which was still rule-based for a long time. And then they started to switching out to basically do the everything deep learning. So basically, we are, we are training how the, 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 the car acts purely on uh, exp- you know photo uh, video based, yeah. uh, on video experience and then they put that in beta and now really now they are putting this out as they basically they are they are basically re- taking away the the, the um, uh, this is the release when now with the machine the rule base is almost down to zero or very very small and what ha- happens now is like it actually becomes a way cheaper for them as a way to sort of move forward now because you have a very simple rule base and then it's all about the model and the model you train big 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 and then you take the next update and and, and drive it to the car so um, I I think this is a fairly big deal i think it's interesting also when speak about agi that we have you know before they had of course deep neural networks for perception purposes but as tesla described it they have three main parts it's the perception yeah it's the planning the reasoning mm. and control yeah and uh, these are really hard things. Perception has always been deep learning, machine of learning based. You rec- this is a camera, it sees what it is, it defines, it's a dog, it's a cat, it's a stop sign. That perception part of AI. And that's basically what GPT is today. Mm. It's just perception from going from text to some kind of vector space. Yeah. And then, you know, it doesn't do that much. It's some kind of reasoning there, but it's very low level. It's not kind of iterative reasoning as we spoke of before. But now, they, before, 
they had version 12 did you know manually rule encoding so they have manual you know um, people <laughs> writing rules this is a traffic sign it's red then stop oh. basically and now they remove that but they also uh, removed the control part. So control yes. basically means, should you accelerate? Should mm. you brake? Should you turn left or right? And that part was also rule-based before. Yeah. And I think, you know, even when you say Q-star and, which is potentially the reasoning part, the control part, or sorry, the planning part that, that Tesla has, and you have um, with Q-star the ability to combine the perception of the GPT model with some kind of Q-star planning, they still don't have the control part. The control part would be also, you know, what action to take. So control can be, in GPT sense, do a search on Bing or Google search, or it can be write an email, or it can be if you connect it to some kind of robot, some kind of physical artifact, it can be uh, go to the kitchen and pick up the plate. And, and that is really hard. The control part is very few companies that even work with. And, and now we are putting that in a release that yes. is now into car. But even like Boston Dynamics, you know, they, they have these kind of robots that are really cool. They can jump around, they can dance, they can do so many things, but they are not using deep learning for a control aspect. There's still there's really quite substantial part of rule based in many of our systems. We yes. talk, we talk about our, our drones. I mean, like even if it DJ DJ like like drones, right? Or, or they can fly. They're all this. A lot of the compute compute is still rule based, right? Yes. It's, 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 um, but here now Tesla is actually now this the rule based part becomes very very small with FST release. And 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 the interesting point is, of course, they've. Tra they've done it for a while, but now it's open employees, and now it's the release that is going to go yeah, out. I in think the cars. it's so big. This people don't realize how big this is it because is in version twelve they don't have to label stuff. They don't no. have to say this is a lane, this is a traffic sign, this is a person, this is a car. It but, simply learns it. But this this also kind of comes back to to uh, something we talked about earlier. That so in in a sense it's not hand labeled. But most likely, I mean, all the Teslas have cameras, right? And and uh, they collect data. But what they did is they designed the behavior by selecting the data, right? As we talked about in in LLM. So you, so in, in a sense, you you still kind of you just don't have to touch like the really low details as you do with the rule base. But you still have to be like, oh shit, it's really bad at intersections. Let's add some more nice oh, yeah. intersection data too. intersection data, and that that's how you should. Kind this of, is how you design it. This yeah, is, design. Oh, like, this but is, this is how you design kind of LLMs as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay, it's really bad at browsing. Let's let's add some more browsing examples. Like. I, I think you can phrase it. I, I would phrase it differently. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I, I'm I happy mean, for this guy. So. <laughs> it's a good angle. It's yeah. a good angle, though. Let's the problem with the rule-based approach is it's easy to handle the most common use cases. Yeah. When you're just driving on the highway, mm -hmm. no, no problem, everything works. But when the extreme edge cases happen, some elephant walks across the street, you know, what should you do? Yeah. <laughs> What's an elephant? You've never seen it. That is the really hard thing to add manually encoded rules for all the kind of weird, strange, never happening kind of edge cases. But if you have a machine learning approach to it, then it can handle edge cases. I, I think this is really the big point. And uh, I mean, it's the same for like, yeah, still. Yeah, it's but, a big point. But, it, but it's a big point. Big, big, and it's also, if, if when you start marrying this out, it's a little bit like we have the LLMs 
And it, like the whole cue star, all that thing, it's about this planning piece. Yes. It's about this yes. control piece that is lacking. Uh, That's why I think Tesla is so much further ahead in actually coming to some AGI because they connected perception with reasoning yeah. and planning yeah, and, and, and control. So, so, so really there is a rhetorical question. Who will win? The person who has figured this part out and gets better at LLMs or the, who has the most Tesla well, AI Elon Musk has LMs now also <laughs> with growth. Yeah, no, so, so I, and the robots. But if you right? read and the robots, yeah. and Tesla it, it's yeah. right in the bio, it's in his biography. His the argument like, okay, they have LLMs, we have uh, this part. You know, what's going to be easier for us to pick up this part or for them to pick up our part? Let's go. So I, 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 I think, think I, choice, I, yeah. I, I think I think people don't understand how difficult this real world planning is. Yes. The control part, especially, yeah. is super hard. Planning yeah. is hard as well. No, yo, I, I agree. But this also, I mean, we have some uh, auto companies in Sweden, and I, I, I think like so, the planning is super hard. But also getting the data, like all the all the perception part, it's not easy either. No, no, but uh, we're not collecting enough data in Europe. Uh, like all the uh, the, the trucks, uh, Scania trucks and whatever, they should like record everything. It's a brilliant <laughs> move that Elon, Elon set himself up for this success. Yeah, yeah from I the mean, beginning, yes, right? Yes, they planned and, it from the if, beginning. If, yes. you, if, you, if you're if you're a fanboy, I mean, like there's things, moves he's made. First of all, he made the whole thing, but started recording. Then he made a very strong vertical integration from the sensor to the to the dojo. Very, very early, very, very early v- vertical integration that you can't really get to if you don't, if you don't uh, own the value chain, so to speak. So some very fancy yeah. moves here that's yeah. not easy I mean, copy. It's weird times we're living in. It's yeah. happening so many things now, so it's, it's quite crazy. Yeah.